walking down the street with my sack of tricks. No one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks. It's the podcast. Yeah, it's the podcast. I said I'm walking down the street with my sack of tricks. No one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks. It's the podcast. Motherfucking podcast. Hello and welcome to the podcast. Today is Sunday, November 21st, 2021, episode 9 with Artsy Apes. I'm your host, Finn. Find us on terraspaces.org and you can find Artsy Apes over at artsyapes.com. And they also have a Twitter. We'll put links to that stuff in the show notes, of course, over on terraspaces.org. Uh, Aniko, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. Dr. Gonzo, welcome. Hello. So you guys are doing a cool print side with the nft uh you're doing 10,420 uniques on terra here uh and you have a cool graffiti artist as your artist uh tell us about that steve who is our artist he's been interested in both you know spraying whatever wall might come up you know for legal use as well as cryptos for the better part of the decade and like a few weeks ago we just all kind of drop what we were doing and we just started you know combining these interests of his it it felt like the right time for all of us that's cool and y'all were friends before this this wasn't like a relationship that started actually from the nfts some of us some of us were like most of us are friends of friends that kind of came together okay yeah and and actually also um uh, stebo had uh, uh as he is also uh, creating paintings and uh uh working with a gallery uh, we met through um, through an exhibition. So I went to the exhibition and I checked out his art and this is how we actually got in contact. Um, but I know that the others were already friends with him before. So yeah, I'm not sure about the story there, but uh, it's, it's sort of a random mix of people. That's cool. What made y'all choose mm-hmm. Terra over the other blockchains? Oh, oh, first of all, I completely forgot this. I apologize. First off, I gotta say, congrats, man! What a huge day it's been for you! Like, awesome news. Um, I'm still in awe. <laughs> I've done like three shows today, and I still I'm like I feel like I'm gonna wake up tomorrow, and it's all like just gonna not be real or something. It's crazy. Super. Well, I mean, I think enough people have told you right now that it's real, so that should give you some some confidence in that. Yeah. Like, no fever dream I've ever had has been that realistic. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was for, like, the first 10 minutes when I was waking up. I, I really honestly thought it was one of my friends just messing with me because they all know, like, I'm way into this. And they're like, oh, we'll troll him by making him think someone's going to pay him for his podcasting skills or some shit like that. <laughs> but then, yeah, he was, it was, I checked the account. And I was like, oh, damn, that was for real. I'm a podcaster now. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So it, I feel like... The fates have given us a good day to come on the show. Yeah, definitely. There's there's been a a lot of uh, a lot of things going on today that I'm just like still trying to wrap my mind around. But yeah, when I when I get back to you know just recording shows and talking about people and their cool projects and stuff, it all just kind of it's awesome. I love it. So your question was made us choose Terra over other blockchains. There's probably a million answers for this. I'm going to stick with a simple, simple kind of explanation. It's just Ethereum has many 
built-in issues. It has many, uh, many endemic problems that can't easily be fixed. And and after like a lot of study of you know both white paper and, and community and, and how the whole thing is organized, top to bottom, it just kind of made us think this is a, a better fit for what we're trying to do over Ethereum or Solana. <clears throat> so that's how we landed here. And I gotta say, like community-wise, I think we made the right choice. Like it seems a lot more chill than than other things are going that are going on. Yeah, the the not paying more for the piece of art that like for the gas than for the piece of art is huge for me personally. Like I I yes, want to like support all these different artists, yeah. but like on ETH, it's mm-hmm. hard to do that. You couldn't get into like fifty different projects, you know, and just buy a couple NFTs from each. You'd spend so much in gas. Like there are people out there that can do it, but not the majority of us. So it, it seems like Terra's kind of it's got the the contracts and everything set up for the people. Like you can do a point one Luna Mint or a one luna mint or a five luna mint and you're gonna find a community that's gonna thrive around it it's it's pretty neat exactly yeah i mean if you did those prices on ethereum you'd have to pay like like ridiculous percent of of gas fees compared to to what the actual price it is you're paying for for the nft it's it's like you don't want to buy something that costs 10 bucks and then pay 15 bucks shipping you know that just kind of looks awful yeah it reminds me of old ebay scams where like the the yes. item would be super cheap but then they'd charge you like 200 dollars for shipping or something it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's not <laughs> not happening but this is this Absolutely. is cool. I like the the real art aspect of it. So every token holder is going to get the right to purchase or order their physical picture, and, and that's like an actual print that that Steve was doing. Yeah, you can commission that if if you buy it, you have the the right. You alone have that right to commission the art. Yeah, you can hang it over your chimney if you want. You can actually like physically do whatever you want with it. And through something that we're planning with with the Fortify project is, you know, if you feel like trading or swapping that art, they're going to release a a mobile app where you can scan the NFC chip and you can just transfer it to whoever's like in the vicinity who's going to, you know, obviously write up a contract with you on his own. So that's going to be like a next level thing for Mm -hmm. real art. That's cool. It's like a marketplace, but just for the artsy apes uh, being able to transfer them. Is it going to have like purchasing capabilities or is it strictly just to transfer it? You just send it through the NFC chip and, and, it, and it's on oh, their no, phone. It, it's going to have purchasing capabilities. You, nice. can, you can say, I, I'm, I require, I, I request this and this amount for it. Okay. That's awesome. From the other person. Very cool. Who's the who's the crypto nerd of the group? Who got everyone into the the blockchain and, and wanting to do this? I think it's a story about you know we're from a small smallish town in Austria, like most of us. Aniko is is uh, from the Netherlands, our, yeah. yeah. But yeah. you know, most of us we just kind of got into it separately. So. When I was a, a high school student, I just kind of got bored and I, I started trading because I wasn't paying attention in classes and I didn't want to do that. But uh, same kind of stuff for most people that are involved with, with uh, the project. We just kind of 
uh, came together We're, through this shared interest. Yeah, so it's all, everyone actually in the team is a bit limited in having knowledge into this, but um, yeah, we started to to talk about it and notice that we should also participate and we also have to focus on how this is developing, especially when it comes down to the art field. I mean, more and more uh, we are moving to a digital digital art space, so uh, even the physical spaces are focused on it. Uh, they know they know uh, um, that is important to to adapt. Uh, yeah, I think if I was a gallery, I would appreciate just being able to hang a bunch of LCD monitors and be able to you know <laughs> easily switch the art out. Uh, exactly. Exhibition, exhibition, yes. it, it, rather than like have to deal with hanging and and all the tapestries and like oh shit, I just spilled coffee on the or, you know humans make errors that kind of shit happens, but. You just have have LCD panels there, and it's all just ones and zeros. There's something really cool about that. Yes, exactly. So you're the community lead. Uh, tell us about how that's been. You you spun up the the Discord and the Telegram and everything, and and kind of manage the communities there. Yeah. So no, I, how did I get involved? Well, first, yeah, first we I, I was more working with uh, the artists. So. And then the team started to grow, so we needed a project manager and we needed uh, an organization to to communicate together, but also bring out uh, uh, information from the production team to the community. So that's basically my function. And um, Lambert is doing the the, the social media and the uh, setup of the Discord, to Telegram, etc. So maybe you could tell tell a little bit more about that. All right, so. I jumped on this train a bit later than, than uh, you know, than Aniko did. But mm. what I did immediately is is um, so I I managed the Discord, I managed the the Twitter, I manage you know whatever is is related to to I guess you could call it networking. But no, really, just having mm-hmm. a good time. <laughs> We just want to have a good time and and, and showcase the stuff. Uh, what you maybe yeah. you can say a little bit about how how did you uh, decided on the Discord um, channel? Why did you decided to 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 work with the Discord channel? And how do you see this community to grow um, grow there? All right, so. I like how you're taking over Finn's role a bit here. I know. I just no, get just, to kick back and like listen yeah, to y'all chat. Because it's you awesome. Set it up, you know, so yeah. Yeah, yeah. So before I came in, most of our community was organized via Telegram. And Telegram, using Pokemon lingo here, but it's not very effective compared to Discord, I feel. Because you can organize things so much more. Yeah, you just get like a list of pins to go through and that's it. Like there's no categorization or anything. It's a nightmare dealing with with Telegram. <laughs> yes, it's it's terrible. It's it's so terrible. It's so terrible it made my voice crack a bit there. <laughs> but yeah, right now we're in a phase of the project where I would estimate the art is about 80% done. A bit upwards of that probably. And we still haven't got, because just we've just been trying to like establish the product, you know. Um, the website is outdated 
and we're we're working on that like like day and night which is why uh you know we've kind of sat we've just kind of set these things up in the background like the discord or anything like we've just kind of set these things up but we haven't paid that much emphasis to marketing and, and really getting a flocks of people in because we're still about three weeks minimum i'm gonna estimate four and a half weeks away from from minting yeah just really building the foundation there the the timing aspect of it is super important too because if you start too early like you end up with a discord or a telegram full of people that start to get antsy and like like people in this space they're like things move quick and and people are used to that now so you know so quick understanding that like development takes you know months if not longer like you can't just have a whole group of people sitting there waiting i mean you'll get your your core group and stuff who will who will always just be patient and wait but like for the most part if you don't strike like right at the right time it just you almost get people too burned out or if you start making them hustle too much for whitelist spots and stuff like that like people get burned out easy there's there's so many projects out there it's 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 hard for them to to keep up with them all and then to do all the things that every project wants them to do it's it's a grind it's it's a tall order to really keep like hundreds of people interested in something when there's like a hundred projects that are going to mint in the next 10 days, you know? So really Mm. just trying to sell Mm. the, the message first, just trying to build awareness that these guys are here, but they're, they're slow cooking, right? They're slow Mm. cooking and Mm. they're going to get like the best brisket. Yeah. Yeah. And also wanted to say that, um, you know, we are focused on making our community grow organically and, um, and just by attracting the right people that are really understanding what we are doing, that we are bringing, you know, real art uh, um, to to this terrace space. So this is why we um, we really want to have the people that are um, that 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 are involved and that really uh, see the value of this project. And that just takes time, yeah, to to reach out to these people that really know what what we are doing. Uh, now it would be a good time for you, Nico, to, to tell them about your, your real art world background. Mm. Okay, so yeah, I, I work as an art agent for several artists. I scout uh, artists uh, at uh, art academies and then I um, um, uh, present them to different galleries in, 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 in West Europe. And I'm involved with the artist management, but I also do organize uh, art exhibitions for the art galleries and art auctions. Um, and uh, uh, now more and more, uh, I'm doing this also online. So uh, it makes sense that, um, you know, to work with uh, a digital artist and uh, graphic designers and naturally, uh, uh you know, this is how we sort of uh, got a team together to create uh, to create art together, um, and uh, then the art ID start to grow to to create an NFT collection. 
That's super interesting. I've never met an mm. art scout before. I think that's really cool. When did you start <laughs> yeah. noticing the switch from all like normal gallery openings to like this NFT hype? Like, has it been something that's kind of slowly growing in the art world as far as like yeah, normal exactly. mainstream kind of art or? Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, for sure. I mean, this was this was a massive hype. I mean, like about a month, two months ago, um, um, everyone was talking about it at the exhibitions, uh, at the art fairs. Um, so it's 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 definitely the awareness is definitely there. It's just still a big question: How does this work? Uh, uh, and what does that mean to to us? Right. So these questions are are. Uh, th- these were still big questions for me as well. And when I, when we started to collaborate, we well, we, we investigated more uh, uh, about this. And um, what's interesting is that Stebo came up with these chips placed in the artwork, which uh, is a brilliant idea. And this is where I started to think: Well, how can this idea be functioning? together with the NFT collection. So, yeah. What was his first use of those? Like, what what was he initially doing with them? Was it just a way to kind of scan a piece at a gallery and get more information yes. about it? Or Yes, exactly. And um, it was not... Um, it was also more a, a, a presentation of it. It was not yet functioning, but it's a, an ID, you know? So it was more to show that... Uh, that there is a way to make the digital field physical, let's say. <laughs> yeah, interesting. It's like merging yeah. the two and like kind of the meta from the the real and and putting it on a on a tapestry in a way. That's cool. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I started to think because also for reselling rights, this can this can be very interesting. Yeah, because you guys, I, I'm not familiar with how the art world with that stuff works, but I assume there's contracts and things that are written up between the galleries and the artist and the buyer exactly. and all of that. So exactly. you could exactly. basically translate that stuff into smart contracts and automate exactly. everything and then just yes, yes, like literally yes. scan this thing and then like have a good day. <laughs> like, here's your art. Yeah, yeah. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, it's, it's a really, it's a signature, you know, it's like a digital signature of the work. So... It, it, this, this, yeah, this is definitely an interesting aspect of his art, and therefore, I, I, I really wanted to see how this could work out. So, if this goes well, do you have other artists in mind that you want to bring into the NFT space, or are of there course. NFT artists yeah. like trying to get a hold of you to like bring them to these galleries? Because it seems like you're in a really good position to kind of help both sides of that, uh, as far as exactly. the NFTs and the galleries. Yeah. Yeah, no, those ideas are in the back of my mind, but Stebo is sort of the, you know, the tryout and to see, um, yeah, what, how you have to do that because um, he's making the real art, but he's a graffiti artist. So it's also a bit more flexible, let's say. Other artists do have already, um, yeah, have their collection and... So yeah, I would, I would love, these are, these are in the back of my mind, but we are now right now working with Stebo to really create, uh, to, to sort of see how the art is connecting to it. That's cool. What's the artsy apes, Mm -hmm. his idea 
or was that like your guys's or like a collective idea of doing the apes? Yeah, that was like a collective idea. Um, but um, Lambert, maybe you can t- say a bit more about that. Okay, so on, on the note of taking the digital, digital and making it physical, um, I don't know if it's been communicated effectively, but every artsy ape, every asset of them is hand spray painted and then it's scanned. So it's not just that we are, you know, doing this like on an on a on a uh, an iPad or whatever. We're just doodling this, and and then he's gonna make a spray painting of that digital NFT. No, it's it's all a, a, a random assembly of uh, pre sprayed uh, assets. Well, that's cool. So they they start out actual canvas and spray painted, and then they get digitized into the asset pool, and then the algorithm generates them per mint on the on the fly. Exactly. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That that's a lot of work. I've I've worked with a few projects that did like ten thousand uh, piece mints, and like looking at the spreadsheets. If you've never seen an asset spreadsheet for an NFT mint before, like it can be super overwhelming. Like there's so yes, much yes. data in there that you have to have organized just so otherwise the algorithm like does not work. It's, it's a, it's a yeah, chore yeah, yeah. for sure. Like we have for most apes, we have like, I think eight layers or something. Wow. So yeah, it, it's, it's a busy NFT. It's not like, you know, it, it's not it's not an easy it's not an easy feat. It works though. Like the ones that I've seen, uh, the the mm-hmm. sneak peeks and the ones on on artsyapes.com, like they look they're awesome. Like it's a piece of art I would actually want to hang on my wall more so. I mean, it makes a good profile pic, obviously, but like it's also something that you would want to hang up. And yes, not yes, all profile pics like have that allure to them. Yeah, yeah. So that's the thing about, you know, do you see NFTs like purely as a, a, a I want to say a, a, a luck-based thing where you might draw something rare and then that's going to be the art, like that's going to be the most interesting thing about it. Or do you want to build it in such a way that even if you don't get a, a sub 1% rare mint, that you can still like show it off, that it's still going to look good. Because most items on the ape are gonna be common, but they're gonna like blend in really well together and create a cool character. And those... so we've gone we've gone in with that philosophy more so than just build a, a raffle, right? That happens to you know be scarce. Yeah, uh, I mean the end product. I mean happens to be scarce. I saw one the other day that the randomization was tied to your wallet address. And because obviously each address is different, the attributes are assembled based on what your wallet hash is. I thought that was a pretty clever way of, of divining the, the rarity and, and everything. Oh, shit. That's interesting. It's kind of neat assembling them actually on chain and stuff. And that's kind of the other thing we we talk about on here sometimes is that using IPFS, uh, you see some projects, and I I haven't 
come across any around here yet and I, i'm sure it's just a matter of time but you see some projects where they they already have everything assembled and it's just in the bucket so they can go through and look and know what numbers correspond to which one because you're not really minting them on the fly so i think more projects that can actually get away from that and using those ipfs buckets uh you'll actually get to experience true randomness instead of just yeah. you know you're you're the next one in line basically and they're already pre-made. This is something that we've been looking into a lot because we want to make sure that when you mint an RG ape, that you know that we didn't give away some some rare apes beforehand to like friends and influencers. I think you that's know, we want to be that's... fully transparent about that. We want to like really have a good solution. Yeah, and that's huge right now, especially with how many projects there are out there. And uh, uh, people have gotten burned before, so they tend to be a little mm -hmm. more flighty when it comes to getting into new projects. So they like to be assured that, you know, this is going to be a fair mint and everything is going to be fair and not, you know, we're not giving influencers like one of ones that they're just going to go dump on the market as soon as it's it's out, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, we're still going to have masterpieces, right? We're still going to have a bunch of masterpieces, but they're not going to be for individual users, mostly. They're going to be for, like, cool cool projects like the Angel Protocol. That's one I'm going to leak right now. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, I actually man. had that in my list of questions for you guys, because I noticed uh, on the site under Protocol and Royalties, you mentioned uh, discussing several charities that you're going to uh, work with. And I, I was just going to ask if you guys had thought of Angel Protocol to work with. Right. Well, we just, just uh, you know, this this is like a different thing than like a direct collaboration. We just want to make masterpieces as a way of you know, showcasing all the different uh, projects that are popping off in the, on the scene, you know? We just want to give them, you know, something cool to, I guess, really just just tie the community together in something. Like, it's mostly, like, influencers get, get, you know, masterpieces made or something, but it's rare that I see that, you know, many actual projects get an individual masterpiece made for them. And so that's how we're going to want to to present ourselves, I'm going to say. There was another, uh, I'm not sure how you guys are doing your whitelists, uh, but I saw one project, I think it was the Turtles, and they were doing a whitelist that you didn't have to like invite a bunch of people and spam a bunch of people. All you had to do was go to, I think it was Team Oceans. It was some ocean charity. I think it was team oceans but uh you just gave a uh, five dollars or more donation to them and then send the turtles team the receipt like the little screenshot and they gave you a whitelist spot i thought that was a pretty clever way to to get people involved and actually help make a difference and they're going to get on the whitelist without having to you know spend all day like inviting people and spamming and all that kind of stuff yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, i always like projects uh, that have that charity aspect to them whether they're working with angel protocol to give a percentage of their mint to uh, so that they can you know give that out as endowments to all the charities that they work with or doing some Something like what Turtles did with the 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 Team Ocean whitelist. 
right yeah yeah. yeah yeah therefore we have been considering also to reach out to angel protocol and um we we were also considering to uh support an ape charity actually oh nice. so uh so that would be uh yeah our ideas but we we haven't really made work out of it yet so we haven't decided on what percentage um because we don't know yet um uh, when we are going to mint and how this is going to work out with the marketplace. Yeah, we're going to really take our time on that because the four mm. weeks that we're still out are like an eternity. Mm. Right? Yeah, mm. there's plenty of time yeah. to get everything. This is the in. thing, we are still in a very early stage, but we, we were considering of supporting an, uh, an APES a charity. Do you have any recommendations or do you maybe know what else we could uh, think of? Personally, I'm more of an ocean charity kind of guy, but I know people to ask that would have a list mm. for sure. So I, I'll put that in okay. my notes and uh, I'll, I'll reach out to them after the show and we'll get you awesome. a, a list for sure. Great. Oh, that's another thing that people have been asking us, you know, why apes? Why, why, why apes exactly? And we felt that Apes would be the best visual analogy for what we're trying to do with this project because we want NFTs to evolve, right? And when you see the word evolution is most commonly associated to, you know, apes specifically as a group of mammals. So that's that's that was our, our principal thought. And it just, uh, it works. I mean, we're all apes. People ape into exactly, projects. Exactly. Like when the whole yeah, yeah, GameStop yeah. thing happened, I feel like, and it may have happened before that, but I first caught wind of that whole kind of movement thing during the GameStop mm -hmm. thing. And like, everyone was like, apes together strong. And like, it was crazy <laughs> to see how that community blew up over just like sticking it to some hedge funds over like GameStop. It, it was the most amazing thing I've ever seen Reddit pull so off. <laughs> like, it was so epic. And like, it's it still so to this day, like people meme that stuff and like apes are a thing in, in DGen land. Like it, it's crazy what it's become. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So we felt it would still be the best choice. And especially I, I seeing still, I still can't get over that. You know, that the fact that people that were teenagers when, you know, Wolf of Wall Street came out and they yeah. thought the movie was awesome and then like six, seven years later <laughs> like they, they this is our chance. Yeah, it's so amazing. <laughs> Like all of the comments that are like, I'm just commenting to be in the history books, like that kind of shit. It, it's just so Include funny. Be in the screen cap. Yeah, 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 exactly. And like the uh, most clever stuff too, like better than any Hollywood writer could ever hope to come up with, you know, like just the raw creativeness of a group of Reddit <laughs> people. Like so, it's, it's so insane. So many good moments that mm. you couldn't script. Like, like ugh, if you remember that video, the guy... Who loses like like two hundred thousand bucks or something on on a put call or whatever, and his soul like leaves his body on live stream. Yeah, and it's become like a, a mascot or, or you know a defining moment of this whole thing. Yeah, the ape. If I had to pick an animal, I would definitely say the ape is the first one that comes to mind that basically defines this movement. You know. Yes. Mm -hmm. So for that reason, and for the reason that you know. Our slogan is going to be, it's it's time for NFTs to evolve, you know? So that ties in together extremely well. 
That's perfect. And it leaves it open-ended for another generation mint. I know people right now are all about like, all right, the first mint came out. Now what can we do with them? What's the next step? And then they come out with the, the next collection or a different iteration of them, stuff like that. It seems like the apes could easily evolve into something else and, and have like another collection out if, if uh, the team yeah. was so inclined. Exactly. Exactly. There's yeah. a lot of potential there. Yeah. I we, think we can do like a follow up with cavemen or something. <laughs> yeah, you could do like the whole evolutionary cycle. It'd be so great yeah, and yeah. have the very <laughs> last one be like the Terran cyborgs or something, partner up with the Terrans project. It'd be awesome. Yeah, it's kind of like you ever play Spore, the video game? Yeah, I played that when I was younger a little bit. That yeah, was the one where you could evolve your little creature into things. Yeah, and, and you could make ridiculous things with it, but it's like basically going through all the stages yeah. from like swimming in the primordial ooze all the way to colonizing like different galaxies. I like that so one, and then lately that. I played a lot of Plague, Plague Inc. I always thought that was a yeah. fun little phone game. <laughs> I, I played that game so much like back in, like man, it must have been like six years ago or something. It was like weird when, when the pandemic yeah. started. You would start seeing screenshots of that game and people would just meme yeah. it. But I was like, oh, damn, I actually used to play that game. I know what that's from. <laughs> I got, I'm not kidding you. The first legitimate panic I felt over this stuff was when I saw the people in Greenland were infected with COVID, like two of them or something. I thought, oh, okay, it's game over. Yep. Like, I think back to, to the game. Like, this is no <laughs> stopping it. Like, I'm going to Iceland. You can't ever get Iceland in that game. That's where I'm going. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, always the last like, holdout. Like Iceland, Greenland, and Madagascar, these were the yeah. three trolliest places, I guess. They get their research okay. teams on it. You're like, oh shit, it's over. It's, it's, it's over. So I know in the space, there's definitely a shortage of good Rust devs, and not just Rust devs, but Rust devs that have time to dedicate to a project. What was it like trying to find your your head developer, your your Rust dev, for the for all the contract work? So right now, uh, it, it wasn't actually that difficult, I gotta say, to find a capable programmer, just per chance, you know, because, you know, we're all just people that know people, essentially, and, you know, God just happens to be, you know, we have 300,000 people. That's just small, yeah, it's very yeah. small. But it so... just happens to be, like, big enough to host someone of every kind of flavor, you know, <laughs> so it just all kind of fell into place. Yeah, Tomasz is doing the... Um, website right now and doing uh, yeah so Tomasz is sort of a, a friend of a friend that we met that is doing it and he's he just found the project very cool and he said I will join I will help out so that's, that's awesome <laughs> very simply yeah yeah and that's cool too to have like a, a competent dev on the team in house, especially if you if this goes well and you have other artists to work with. Like you'll already have the team; you won't have to spend the time to find exactly. another lead yeah. dev. Like he's already yeah. here and he's already done it, so like we can mm -hmm. take that contract and like continue to use it as long as it stays uh, up to date. That's it. Yeah. Oh, and uh, we should go into the whole aspect of we're not just exclusively trying to exist in the terrosphere and the in the sphere of people that are already you know very well read when it comes to to cryptocurrency. We're trying to you know also you know tie this together with people who are you know 
gallerists or whatever they're calling in the art world, maybe, you know, something in the, the physical that are connected yes. to the traditional art space. Yeah. Yeah. That's mm. huge. Cause they're the ones that are going to yeah. then tell their friends who aren't, you know, as technically savvy or computer nerdy like we are. And then that spreads through the, the normies as people call them, like the, the people that aren't the, the early adopters or the first into the new blockchain tech. And that's interesting because that earlier right. uh, we there was a Twitter Spaces we helped record that Lunables was doing for the Sunday Stampede, and Trevor mm -hmm. brought up an interesting point about we have all of these projects and we have all of the communities and it's a lot mm -hmm. of the same people in all these communities. So a lot of this is just preaching to the choir. What do these individual projects intend to do to help that further adoption Growing. into like the exactly. norma space? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yes, I, I, I still feel we're in a bubble a bit, yeah. But it's gonna change. But you need to, you know, be active about it. You gotta, you gotta expand it. Yeah, and also the art space is a very personal environment. Like people are really connected to each other. So, um, and it's physical there. So we still have the art fairs. We, 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 we have the exhibitions, the auctions, and people are involved there. So what I'm trying to say is that it is, it should be something personal, you know, uh, and this, this making able that people can commission their actual artwork and receive their physical artwork makes it a lot more personal. That's, I think, uh, an interesting point. Yeah, yeah, it gives them a deeper connection to it, especially once uh, if you open up a secondary market and allow people rather than just minting random ones to actually seek out ones that call to them that they see and they're like, ooh, I would like that particular one. That and then particular I would work, like yeah. That. Like, yeah. That's, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. And that's something that we can explain to, you know, traditional art people. We can explain, you know, NFTs exactly. are art. Exactly. Yeah. NFT money and NFT attention is gonna it's gonna flip the traditional art world, and that is a fact. Yeah, it's and the network effect. I mean, there's so many people. Yeah, we, we're just gonna basically say that everything you think is cool is gonna be tokenized, and there's basically nothing you can do to slow the development. And this is super early stages with what the NFT technology can even do. I don't think anybody really knows what it's fully capable of as far as, I mean, like logistics and stuff. Uh, I come from working in the cannabis industry. So I deal with a lot of seed to sale tracking software and it's the jankiest <laughs> worst software I've ever had to deal with. And I just, every time I have to use it, I think like, man, the like blockchain contracts could solve all of this. And like, why am I waiting for this PHP shit to load? Like that's not loading. <laughs> holding up my whole day like it, it's there's so much potential right. here i think in, in what this and not even just nft and uh, or not even just blockchain technology but like the nft specifically as far as having ownership and chain of custodies and all that stuff like exactly. it's, it's built exactly. for that yeah, yeah 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 and dealing with clunky software is the last thing you want to do when you're like balls high <laughs> oh it's the worst it, it's it sucks too because like you can't start your day until you run certain things through their spreadsheet sheets to like check in and check out stuff so you're literally sitting there waiting for them to get their server back online before you can even do anything like it is the worst <laughs> and yeah so so that's why we really mm. say you know we got to also make them understand you know the transition from from web 2.0 to web 3.0 
and that's going to be like a massive game changing thing and you know few people have heard of it because the base layer of web 2.0 was the user and the sites that have the most users win and the only way to monetize a user is via advertising and that's why you know many big top 100 alexa services you know really suck in my opinion yeah for real <laughs> and yeah so web 3.0 you know the base layer is not used it's going to be the token and that's digital scarcity and and that's that's gonna you know unsuck many yeah things. i read a lot of kurzweil uh growing up a lot of like the age of spiritual machines and i always got really excited reading the parts about how like augmented reality and virtual reality would start to develop more exponentially faster and you'd start out with like what we have now with the clunky headsets and everything and then you'd go into like some nice glasses and then you'd get the lenses then pretty soon you didn't even know you were wearing them you just had this ar world or or the real world if you turned them off and stuff and i feel like what we're creating here is a lot of like the framework and the basis for that next experience of like a full, fully immersive, uh, re you know, virtual reality or, or even a, a halfway augmented reality. And, uh, I saw that actually for the first time today, uh, in one of the discord servers, I think it was, uh, one of the Terra whales or one of those projects, they made an AR thing oh, yeah, yeah. for their whale. And I was like, Oh shit, it's starting. It's actually starting, yeah. That's crazy. It's, 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 it's so exciting. You can just pop, you know, you, you, you're in this Discord server, you're in that Discord server, and, like, you can count on some of them producing something that's going to be, like, this is the next step, like, basically on a weekly basis. Yeah, it's just it's just brainstorming session. Unity, just coming up with ideas, coming up with problems, figuring out solutions for them. It's really cool. It's cool to be a part of. Oh, yeah. So you guys have a solidified launch date or it's still kind of up in the air depending on when the art gets finished up? You know, it, if something's worth doing, it, it's worth doing right. And so we can't really hold ourselves to like a concrete date because there's many outside factors to it as well, you know? So we're aiming for, you know, mid to late December. Before end of year is our only goal, our only uh, con concrete goal. Nice. But yeah, no dates it's, yet. It's art. You can't rush art. It'll get done when it gets done. <laughs> yeah, like like think of why video games are kind of on a downward spiral is because you know everything has to be you know uh a yearly franchise or whatever. No, this is not going to be one of those things. I blame Cyberpunk. They yes. started it all. <laughs> push and release mm -hmm. dates and then release some half-ass shit <laughs> it's like wow it's hard to make a game isn't it guys <laughs> yeah wow it, it's, it's almost like our creation might take you know longer than your arbitrary deadline yeah suggested. i'm sorry you're running out of funding but we're not done yet so <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend when I was growing up that worked for Intel and he would always tell me about how when he worked on the hardware divisions, like the stuff that they were working on, they rarely got to finish it to where they themselves as engineers and coders were happy with it. They were constantly being rushed and constantly being forced yeah. to release stuff that wasn't finished by any means, but it was good enough. And I just, every, I, every time I think of that, I'm just like, yep. This shit takes time, you guys. <laughs> Do it right. Yes. 
because it's a thing worth doing as i as i said yeah and the mint is yeah, super important right. like if if you set a date and then problems happen and you have to push the date like the community will, will give you a, a little bit of leeway but like you can only do that so much and when the mint comes out like it needs to be a really smooth experience and people you know yeah. they need to to be able to mint and receive their nft and not have a big delay or get the wrong stuff or anything like that like it, it's it's definitely super important to execute it right the first time yeah because like slight hiccups can like massively you know destroy trust yeah, and then and then you get and the fudders value. in, and then you got to deal with community control, and yeah. it's it yeah it, it devolves very quick. I like to say it goes from love and light to Lord of the Flies, at like the flip of a switch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, that's right. awesome. Right. I definitely appreciate y'all's time. Was there anything else you guys want to plug? I know we got the website artsyapes dot com. I'll put a link to the Twitter for uh, Artsy Apes and Stabo. Uh, his graffiti work is super cool. I was kind of scrolling through it while you guys were chatting, looking at some of his work. It's super cool. Oh, man, I feel like we Thanks. haven't talked about that many things yet. There's still a lot of stuff from us to come, like like really. But yeah, it's been super awesome chatting with you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. When uh, when we get closer to launch, too, we'll get you guys scheduled in like a few days before you launch. And so we can talk about like all your updates and, and get people hyped up for it for sure. Oh yeah, that, that would, would be, be great. That would be awesome, yeah. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, like like right now we're just really, really just, just in contrast to many projects. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that out right now. In contrast to many other projects, we're really taking our time. We we don't wanna, you know, sit in our bedrooms for for three weeks and then hectically come up with a half baked idea and, and put it out there. Yeah, we wanna like think every aspect through. It's not a race. Yeah, and it we was would- at first, but like those people have already released. So at this point, you're not going to be first. So just be the best, no. you know. Yeah, and we would we it. are trying to show as much as possible. So also over the next week, we will focus more on creating more video content. So to really show uh, the process of the painting um, of the paintings, and yeah, we will share this on our new website. Oh, that's awesome. I love watching the time lapse because I'm I'm like a, a word artist, I guess. I like talk and then I do mm-hmm. like hip hop music and stuff, but I could never draw. And like I have friends that draw really cool stuff and I always like wish I could do that kind of shit. But then like mm-hmm. they start making these cool time lapses and I just I love sitting back and just like smoking weed and watching these artists time lapse of them create their shit. Like that shit is so cool. I would love to see yeah, some of that for the, the for the apes. That's worth the best. Yeah. But yeah, okay, um, I'm going to turn up the heat right now. I'm going to you know, say some stuff about we do still want to get people like at least sign up for us right now. So I'm going to announce right now a a contest that if you get 100 people to sign up for a whitelist, and that sounds like a long time, but you do have a lot of, uh, uh, it sounds like a, a lot, but you do have a lot of time to do it. If you get 100 people to sign up for a whitelist, you're gonna get a, a free physical RCA. You're gonna get. You, you're not gonna be uh, pay commission fees. Are you so, talking to me or to the people? Because you should everybody. be careful. Because no, I I a- had a, a whitelist thing that uh, one of our last uh, interviewees put up, and he was like, "Here's ten spots." So I made a form real quick, and I threw it up. It was for uh, Terabay.io for the the Blender stuff. 
And I put it up and I forgot to check it that night and turn it off. And the next morning there was like 53 people had signed up for it. I was like, all right, I guess we got to yeah, do yeah. random, random chance, but we'll, we'll do that for you guys too. Yeah. We'll make up a form and have people uh, sign up for the whitelist there. And then you can pick a few, a few winners if you okay. like. Anybody that can get like a hundred people to, to sign up free commission, like no commission charges. Well, I'm going to give you my address right now. Cause you'll be sending me one. <laughs> you know what you know what we're willing to make that sacrifice hell yeah i'll be hanging out in the discord and checking out the community and, and interacting we're definitely looking forward to the artsy apes i know you guys were recommended by a few of the interns here at intern capital they're like hey we don't know anything about this project is it legit and i'm like i don't know i've never heard of it like have them come on the show and like we'll talk to them and see what they're about so uh, after talking to you guys i'm super excited for it uh, oh yeah at least of all like we're, we're all doxxed you know i failed that would also be an important thing to, to get out there we're not hiding behind something thanks a lot <laughs> Yeah, thank yes, you guys absolutely. for your time. I definitely appreciate it. We'll send people over there, artsyapes.com. Definitely check it out. For terraspaces.org, I'm Finn. This was Artsy Apes. Check them out online at artsyapes.com. And we'll have links to the rest of their stuff over on the show notes at terraspaces.org. Thanks for listening to another episode of the podcast. We'll talk to you later. Have a great week. Intern Productions proudly presents... Remix! Beer, 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 beer. Let's go! Yeah. My lunatics! Ha, ha, ha. Throw your hands in the air right now, man! Feel this shit right here! Don't run! Yeah, terabytes, I see you! Luna Lou party on! Terra spaces, we out here! I don't give a fuck about your profits Cause we think bigger We from Luna Land, man Where we making the figures Kids starving Love to fill up their plates Half the people in the world Got a frown on their face It's a cold world We making nice Screw a milli for a car Let's change a life Got the angel car Parked in front of the building Terra Ave Angel protocol is legit Let's get rid of the bad The world's struggling It's too much to cope with Bankers and market makers Like us to choke his shit Should be called on robbery Extortion Or maybe grand law we do it all, we put the pieces to the puzzle Just as long as it takes all of our people here to end the struggle Came out the gate on some Doquan shit World's better with the army of the lunatics Send my angels don't dance, we just take a stance And lock a Luna awake And then give back, give back, give back, give back Send my angels don't dance, we just take a stance And lock a Luna awake And then give back, give back Give back, give back Bye bye to the greedy So long to the slizzy Lunatics stay breezy St. John stay flizzy I got a minute, ain't I'm on Columbus 5 And I just staked an angel I can give till I die With a terror squad jacket Bout to mint a galactic Lunatics on chain Snap it back like elastic We angels and angels Don't hoard our goodies So never mind we sneaking in With Luna Luna hoodies Listen, we don't pay a mission Take five bouncers, never check us And we walk around The metal detectors And there ain't even a need For VIP section the middle class now the new one percent so check it people like the halo so start relaxing let's hold a discussion about this terror chain reaction if subpoenas are your thing better pull the trigger gotta serve the dow and make the southern district bigger send my angels don't dance we just take a stance and lock a luna away and then give back give back give back give back, give back.
buttons And my angels don't dance, we just take a stance And lock a loon away, and then give back Give back, give back, give back Come on, yo, the world living better now Luna loot sweater now Angels hope you drive through any weather now See it ain't right when you hoard your millions That's why I sport the halo spreading good feelings You can find lunatics at all types of shit Out in Vegas front row fighting rugs and shit If bad time comes then just take your stake back Cause you can gift without losing let's create stacks If UST breaks the peg it ain't gonna roast you Burning Luna put the peg back where it's supposed to Not even though alone could get it back So talk to the Dow now your bank is whack Can't keep telling me sharing wealth is for suckers Matter of fact if that's true I'll be a fucking Sucker, not even Nakamoto could imagine this Lunatics making sure we win the championship oh, come on. See my angels don't dance, we just take a stance And lock a Luna away And then give back, give back, give back, give back Say my angels don't dance, we just take a stance And lock a Luna away And then give back, give back, give back, give back Cosmos, Solana, Avalanche, Matt Lee, peace out. Walking down the street with my sack of tricks, no one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks, it's the podcast. Yeah, it's the podcast. I said I'm walking down the street with my sack of tricks No one ever guessed it's my bag of dicks It's the podcast Motherfucking podcast